Welcome to 5D Full Disclosure. This is Aurora and this is an update on the energetics <clears throat> that are going to be rolling out for the rest of the month. So we had a new moon in Aries on the 1st with jam-packed with Aries energy, which is a lot about our passions, uh, our gifts, our unique God spark. Um, it's also the divine masculine energy. And because we have Chiron there, who was activated within this new moon, there's a lot of wounding that's coming up in the collective. So this month is kind of all about burning away the collective karma, the lower timeline, and starting a completely new chapter and a new book. So every time we are about to make a quantum leap, we will find that a lot of things start getting burned away. And that's kind of like what this Aries season is, is that so much is going to get burned away individually and collectively, especially for first waivers. And this is going to prepare us for Taurus season, where because we have the North Node in Taurus also, which is our destiny that we're moving into, we're going to then become more focused after we've purified and burned all of the old, we are now going to begin building the new and that's a very Taurus theme. So this is going to kick off for us um, on April 30th. So there's going to be a new moon solar eclipse in Taurus on April 30th that is going to basically kick off the beginning of the new chapter, the new story. And then throughout the first two weeks of May, it's going to lead us up to a full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio on May 16th. So even though we will be building the new throughout those two weeks, it will be divine justice. That is the energy that's coming through. There's going to be a lot of divine justice. And I feel I talked about this in my last podcast about the new moon, but the divine justice energy is coming through because Scorpio is right now in our south node, our karmic past. And the lower energies of Scorpio are very tied to what's been going on on this planet, which has been the dark shadow ego energy, which has taken over our collective consciousness and has basically infiltrated um, our creation so that we are continuously creating this hell, this lower reality that actually isn't real. And that's what we mean when we say it's not real. It's waking up to the fact that it was all just created through the illusion itself, through our thought process, through our emotions, through our reactions, all of it. And it's all going to start getting purged out and cleansed away. And that divine justice is kind of a the judgment days as a lot of uh, people refer to it as especially it's been referred to that in the bible as you know the day of judgment or the last judgment day when basically everyone would be would kind of come home to roost in that way like their come to jesus moment and the true energy that we are in which we are in what you would call the last days or the judgment days but judgment has a lot of belief systems around that word um 
So it's actually the Justice Days. And this is kicking off uh, next week on the 16th. We're going to have a full moon in Libra. Libra is all about the scales, the scales of justice. So as we're still purging these lower chapters and these old storylines throughout this month, we're going to start bringing in those divine justice energies um, on April 16th through that full moon in Libra. And then it's going to carry us to the end of the month into that solar eclipse in Taurus. And then finally we'll end in on May 16th where we have the full uh, lunar eclipse in Scorpio. So what does it mean of justice days or as people refer to it, judgment days? The truth is that there's no savior coming. Savior programming is very deeply embedded into our collective consciousness. No one is coming to save you. Even in the spiritual community, a lot of people are waiting for the decloaking of the galactics. Um, That's not going to happen in the way that we think that it is. They're not coming to save us. They are actually waiting for us to save ourselves. And what that really means is to become your higher self, to basically anchor your higher self into physicality and live as the higher self, to break through the illusions of limitations, of constructs, of belief systems, of what you believe is possible. The true kind of inkling that you are starting to become the higher self as you start to realize that everything is possible. There is absolutely nothing that is impossible. And you start to live as if that is true. And then you watch reality change. So that is really the true nature of justice. The true justice is for us all to return to light, meaning we are all individually returning ourselves to who we truly are. We're breaking through all the limitations and the walls that we had created for ourselves. And by doing that, we literally rip open a portal for us to bring heaven into earth. And there's a lot of that energy this year. This is, this is a big window that we have, especially for the manifestation of these higher realities that we can envision and dream of and imagine And we need to align ourselves with that big dream to transcend all linear thinking and practicality and what we think, how something has to play out by what makes sense to our mind. We have to dream bigger than that to what makes sense to our soul. So there's a lot that will come through this month, but that is the divine justice energies, realizing that you our God with God and rising to that and being that and deleting all sorts of belief systems and constructs about how you see the world and about how you think it works and even about how you think things are supposed to go with disclosure, the awakening, any of that. Use your imagination and start to bring that magic into physicality. And that's how we transcend it. That's how we return all of ourselves back to the light. And that's divine justice. Justice doesn't mean punishment or revenge um, or any of that. It means that everything comes back full circle and is back 
too light. That's the justice. So one thing that I had shared in, I believe it was the podcast I did for the 222 portal, which was the freedom portal. And I talked a little bit about the seven seals that are described um, by Richard Rudd in the Gene Keys. And they are very interesting because, um, so Richard Rudd describes the Gene Keys as different archetypes of consciousness. And they all have a shadow aspect, a gift aspect, and then a siddhi, a mastery. And everybody has unique ones. And basically, it's just a way to interpret the piece of collective consciousness that we are holding. And he also describes seven seals, which we've heard about in the Bible, referencing the seven seals, the seven trumpets, the seven bowls. Seven is a very spiritual number. And the seven seals represent these seven key gene keys, which exist within all of the collective consciousness. But he describes these as being the gene keys that must open collectively Every individual can also go through these seven seals, but this will also be a collective process. So you can kind of feel into these as the milestone um, gene keys, these milestone seals that represent leaps of consciousness that we are taking by dissolving really core wounds that all of humanity has, which is the shadow aspect, and transforming that into the mastery. That's also going to be a big part of this next month and a half of the burning of the karma, the burning of the old timelines, as well as the divine justice and the new earth energies actually coming in. So this is going to be a process we go through collectively because all that is holding us back right now is our collective wounding. This is eons of wounding deeply ingrained into the DNA which we end up embodying and playing out on a consistent basis, which prevents us from actually healing that timeline, cutting it, and beginning a new timeline. So I'm going to probably do um, a podcast on each of these seals because I feel these are already opening and will be opening for the next couple of weeks. And these are going to be focused again on transforming collective core wounds so as Richard Rudd describes he says and feels that they start with the seventh seal and go to the first now we know linear time isn't real so these are all kind of occurring at the same time in a spiral but they are going to get to the deeper and deeper layers of this as we go on in the next few weeks so the seventh seal is gene key 22 And so you can relate this to the seven chakras as well. So this would be um, starting with the crown chakra it would be associated with. And the wound here is the world wound. So this is the collective wound that we all have of basically suffering. So us as a collective species of humanity for the last 27,000 years have experienced pain and suffering on the planet. So that is the wound that we have, is that we've experienced so much suffering and it's embedded into our DNA memory that we repeat it in every lifetime unconsciously. So this is about healing that wound of suffering through the highest quality or the mastery, which is grace. And this is really about understanding that all of the pain and suffering experienced on this planet 
was meant to wake us up. The pain had a purpose. It was meant to show us something. We were meant to learn a lesson from it and then to transcend it, to grow from it, to learn from it, and ultimately master that suffering through grace, through accepting the grace of spirit to understand and know that every single thing we've experienced was just an experience. It's just an earthly experience. In the moment, there is pain and there is suffering. But truthfully, we can still feel pain and we can transform it and heal it without suffering. Suffering is is a wound that we have where we repeat our own suffering because it's all that we can remember. And so we have to start accepting things with grace, accept, embrace, and allow. And this is what begins to open our consciousness up to seeing things in a different way. He then moves on to the sixth seal, which is the wound of separation. And this is associated with the third eye. So when you feel into our third eyes and why they've been so closed down, well, because when the third eye is open, separation dissolves, all becomes one. You're able to see the intricacies of how everything is connected and everything is oneness. With that closed third eye, that is what keeps us separate, almost living separate realities. It's, we exist in kind of individual virtual realities. We all see reality differently. And that's because of our wounding and our traumas. It shapes the way that we see the world. So the more we heal, and especially this wound of separation, the more we feel the oneness and that everything is interconnected, then the less that we are going to feel like we are not understood by others, that we are not all experiencing the same emotions, the same fears, this dissolving will bring us to the Siddhi, the mastery of truth. So with this, it's about going from doubt to truth. Doubt comes from separation. It comes from the fact that we don't trust one another because we all are living separate experiences. If we were all in one unified experience, which will occur once we've dissolved the belief systems and the wounding that keeps our, our lenses clouded, um, we will experience a unity consciousness, which is a universal truth. It's a oneness of truth. He then goes on to the fifth seal, which the wound is guilt. And this is associated with the throat chakra. So we can see how this is definitely deeply ingrained in us because, because of guilt is why we often hold back on speaking our truth or being who we are. It comes from guilt. We often repress things that we want to say out of guilt or because of guilt, we speak things that are not in alignment. We often blame and project um, because of guilt. So this is all the dysfunction that comes through the throat chakra. And this is about dissolving guilt and moving into the Siddhi of forgiveness and specifically with this, this is going to purify the way we communicate with one another and the way we speak with one another. Because every time you speak to someone else, you're either creating separation or you're creating unity. It depends on your frequency and it depends on how you see the world. 
And when we dissolve guilt, we really dissolve judgment as well. And that's a lot of what keeps us separated because when we're judging others, we're actually judging ourselves and we're creating this separation between us. And when we have guilt, we struggle to have forgiveness because we haven't forgiven ourselves. And that's really where it stems from. We then have the fourth seal, which would be the heart chakra and the wound here is rejection. <clears throat> and this is an interesting one because we all have a deep wound of rejection. And again, we reject each other because we reject parts of ourself. And the shadow with this particular gene key, um, which is 43, talks about deafness. And it talks about how when we are so caught up in listening to the white noise of the collective of other people, of society, of our communities, our parents, whoever it may be. We become deaf to hearing our own inner voice, our own soul speaking to us. And this is why we often manifest uh, rejection because we're actually rejecting ourselves. We are rejecting that inner voice by getting too focused on external, trying to seek validation, trying to fit in. And ultimately, we have to move out of that rejection wound and into the Siddhi of epiphany, which is basically when you listen to your inner voice and you follow your heart, you will have epiphany after epiphany after epiphany. And that's associated with leaps in consciousness. And this is linked to our heart chakra because our epiphany is going to come in that nobody's separate from us or that everything that we feel in terms of being rejected is just a projection. So we start to open our hearts more to other people and we stop shutting them down. We stop closing ourselves in. Then we move to the third seal, which is associated with the solar plexus. And this is the wound of shame. So this is often what lies in the solar plexus with where comes shame comes disempowerment and unworthiness. And so this is a, a big solar plexus um, energetic unworthiness. And so here we have to dissolve the wound of shame by accepting that the physical experience is exactly how it is supposed to be. We come in with amnesia and we're not given the rule book. We're not given instructions. You know, we're not given a guidebook. We come down here as brave souls who come to traverse the human experience and to use all of their lifetimes of wisdom and the, the grandness of each person's being to come in and have a human experience and then wake up to who we really are and leave the rest of it behind as part of the just the story of the human experience. And with this, we get to the Siddhi of universal love. And this is with the solar plexus as well, because if we are not empowered and we do not feel worthy, we cannot share universal love. We cannot unconditionally love others because we are too unworthy of it. And we have too much shame because it all is going to start within. It all has to start within first before it moves outwards. Now, the second seal is going to be with the sacral and the wound is denial. And 
This is a big one because we are often in so much denial and repression of our emotions. And this is what keeps us from true creativity and true expression. And it also creates a lot of disease and illness within the body. Now, denial simply means that we are unwilling to accept something. So whatever it is, it might be our own traumas, our own wounding. It could be our own emotions. It also could be an experience or event or situation in which we feel like we just can't accept that something happened the way it did or someone said the thing they said or an experience occurred the way it occurred. We have some sort of denial. And the biggest denial that comes through this is denial of accountability We often deny that we have any part to play in the things that happen in our lives. You know, people will say, oh, well, this bad thing happened to me and it's not my fault. You know, why did this happen to me? That is is just a total denial of self. You are literally stripping away your own power and saying, this happened to me and I had no control over it and I was not involved in it. And now I'm a victim of this thing. And that's denial because we are the creators of our own reality and the sacral is the creation. So if we don't like what we've created, then we need to look at where we're in denial of maybe even that we created it at all, that we had a part to play. And then when you start dissolving that wound of denial and you instead embrace awareness, then all of that starts to dissolve and you now can begin consciously creating your reality rather than unconsciously creating it. And this brings us to the first seal, which is the root chakra, and the wound is repression. And this is related directly to the amount of fear that we hold in our body um, because our DNA is programmed with fight or flight. So we naturally, I won't say naturally, we inorganically have this fight or flight um, ingrained into us which makes us repress our fears so much because everybody lives in states of fear. That's what we've learned and that's what we've known and that's how our DNA actually operates at this lower level. So we repress so much of our emotions and our fears and our feelings and everything else and so we just keep stuffing more and more fear down into the DNA and the key is to let it out. It is to share it, speak it, write it down, let it go, talk about it, release it. The repression of our bodies where we are unable to be still for any amount of time. We're unable to relax for any amount of time. And when the body is in that state, when we cannot relax, we cannot find peace, we're too internally stuffed to the brim. We also prevent our own healing and we also then go into these lower frequencies of trying to control our environment, control our experiences. We often will try to run away from a certain experience or make something happen, kind of forcing it. And so we have to move out of this through starting to allow divine will, which is the Siddhai. And basically when you have faced every part of yourself that is uncomfortable, every fear, every lower emotion, every thought, every belief system by just facing it, confronting it and saying, okay, where did this belief come from? Where did this fear come from? Where did this emotion come from? 
okay, I can see where this has been programmed into me. I can see where this has been, you know, embedded in my DNA. And now I'm going to choose to break it. And it's counterintuitive of how you break through this. It's not through forcing and it's not through seeking and it's not through doing. It's through full surrendering. That is when your body actually relaxes because it's no longer in fight or flight. It trusts that divine will is flowing through your life and through you. And I and so I, I can see why Richard Rudd um, feels like the seals go from seven to one because number one is the hardest, the unconditional trust and the surrender to allow divine will through you rather than trying to force things that we think are supposed to happen. So these, I, you know, feel a strong resonance that these seven seals will be opening within the next few weeks, which pretty much just means individually and collectively, we may be experiencing some tests or presented with the awarenesses of how some of these wounds are still there in our life. And how we can acknowledge those wounds, how we can heal them, and how we can ultimately rise to the higher levels, the higher frequencies and the higher embodiments. And this will be really key because humanity can heal in an instant if we choose to. We can let go of the old story in an instant if we choose to. It's all going to come down to what we believe is possible. If you believe that the impossible is impossible, then it is impossible. If you believe the impossible is possible, then it's possible. So we have to come to that place of knowing and trusting, and we're going to move through these wounds as a collective because we're ready to. We're ready to close the old story, and we are truly ready to begin building the new story, co-creating new earth. This old chapter is done. We have gone as far with duality as we possibly could. Uh, the darkness has gone as far as it can, playing its role. And now we let it go. It was just a story. It was just one story in the vast cosmic library of creation. And now we are going to build a new story. So I, I feel that I will do um, a podcast on each of those seals just to give a little bit more insight um, as we go on through the next few weeks. And if any of you feel like you need additional guidance or you need assistance or you are going through some kind of quantum leap in your experience, um, then please reach out to us. Please book a session with us um, at 5dfulldisclosure.org and we're here to help and share whatever's going to come through. So thank you guys and look forward to seeing you soon.